1: Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.
2: Hello, friends. We're back again. It's Fightful.com. It is Thursday, January the 5th, as I have to look at my calendar because I forgot what day it is. I'm
3: doing the same. I'm doing the same. (laughs) (laughs)
2: 2023. I didn't get it wrong this time. Welcome back. Uh, Impact Wrestling, after uh, taking its week off and, and doing an award show, we're back. We got a lot of impact to cover over the next two weeks. We're here tonight to do your post impact wrestling show. The next week we'll be back again on Thursday night to do your post impact wrestling show. And then we'll be back on the Friday night, Friday the 13th, to talk about Impact Hard to Kill and a card that's shaping up one hell of a way. I'm excited for it. My name is Joel Pearl. It's good to see you. How you doing, chat? It's good to see you. I'm here with my one and only, my ride or die my happy new year mama it's cresta star how you doing
3: hello everyone i'm doing great what a good impact tonight first of all how was your new year's
2: low key am i talking about the wrestler
3: Uh, who
2: no (laughs) no if i want to do that i gotta gotta talk like this
3: i don't even i still don't know who that is it was kind of a joke but kind of serious
2: look up low key and then never speak about him again and then uh, you'll know that he talks like this, but he's also looks like he should be talking like this by his size. You know what? I'm already on it. One thing about Fightful,
3: we do our due diligence. We type while we're working.
2: <laughs> so going into tonight, we had planned to, basically some, some people saw a couple of different uh, <laughs> yeah. thumbnails for tonight's show. I just want to nip this in the butt. I was thinking to myself, man, when are they gonna show? Because I, I I said this before, I'm transparent about this. I do read the spoilers when they tape the shows. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, hmm, they gotta show that that assault on Scott Damore, and we'll talk about that tonight. That was on hell of a main event segment with Bully and Scott. But like they have another week until Hard to Kill. Wouldn't that be part of the go home? And then they played it tonight. And up until that point, this was the thumbnail.
3: Honestly, did <laughs>
2: I had plans to talk about Dancing Moose for as long as I possibly could. I was going to filibust Dancing Moose.
3: You're not going to filibust because this would be me right in the background.
2: (laughs) We were going to do a three-hour show on Dancing Moose alone because we couldn't talk any swingman this week. Honestly, a
3: a disservice. A disservice to us, most importantly. (laughs)
2: By the way, okay, here's the other thing, too. I Just, just while I point out impact uh-huh. and Last week on BTI, going into that award show, they promoted a Swinger and Zicky Dice tag match. They did. They did not show it. They showed Yuya Yumora and uh, it was a tag match with Yumora and, uh, and uh, Delirious, and I forget who they took on. I'm sure someone in the chat watched BTI last week, but I was very confused.
3: I did not watch BTI last week. I don't even know what I was doing last week, Thursday.
2: Yeah, neither do I.
3: That's, isn't that sad? What happened to our brains?
2: <laughs> uh, I, a kid. I don't know what your excuse is. I have anyway, two cats. <laughs> if you're here, hello. It's good to see you. Leave a thumbs up here on this video on Fightful.com, YouTube.com slash Fightful. Go ahead, and share it amongst your friends over on the socials, if you will. It appreciates us. And we appreciate you for sharing us. And of course, if you want to financially support us here at Fightful.com, you can donate a Super Chat during the show and get your question or statement around the air. Any amount will do that. Or if you want to before or after, you can donate a Humper Chat, and Krista will tell you how, why, and when.
3: You go over to HumperChats.com. It's just like a Super Chat. We will still read your comment, question, or if you want to ask us any advice, we'll still read it on air. We get to keep a little bit more. Sean Ross is happy. We're happy. It keeps the lights on. Jimmy Van is happy. Moose ain't happy, but most people are happy. Bully I'm Ray happy. is also not happy.
2: That's <laughs> true. And we'll talk about Feifel Select a little bit later. If you're looking for other ways to get all the scoops and all all the, the scoops, all the good stuff, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But well, we got to start as we always do, Cresta, with BTI, and we're going to talk about our good pal George iceman bringing the scoops this week. A legitimate scoop, Cresta. I was excited. Because, first of all, why is Iceman in a black, empty room? He was that? in
3: Callahan's home with the boiler, <laughs> right? behind us, like, George Iceman, what happened? What happened?
2: <laughs> we got to we gotta talk to George about his uh, his placement. I don't know what he's thinking out here. It's just very strange. He, he mentions that Hard to Kill uh-huh. is legitimately sold out over at Atlanta next Friday night. That's exciting. I'm really happy to see that it's center fantastic. stage. It's not a huge venue, but it's going to be good for that show. I think the crowd's going to really enjoy the show. Wow. Uh, it promotes Full Metal Mayhem. Talks about Josh Alexander becoming the longest-running Impact World Champion over, uh, I think that was announced today or yesterday. He uh, beat Bobby Roode. Over the weekend. Mm -hmm. Yes, over the weekend. They they, uh,
3: celebrated it today, but I think it was over the weekend, either Saturday or Sunday. Something, something, that's the way the cookie crumbled.
2: Had to make sure that Bobby Roode wasn't suddenly going to come after the championship in a (laughs) random last-minute match with Josh Alexander. I get it. I get it, Impact. Can you
3: believe they played the music glory? Wait, was that his music in Impact?
2: No. That was his NXT music.
3: <laughs> I don't want it. Never mind.
2: <laughs> the only way he'll ever come back is with that music, apparently. Uh, but the big news from George iceman was the return of Kushida to action and impact at Hard to Kill next Friday. I think that rules did not tell you who the opponent is. Uh, some people are pointing towards the possibility of speedball Mike Bailey, which I would love, but with the way things kind of played out tonight with speedball and Kenny King Uh may not be, but they didn't set a time or a place for that challenge. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Kushida at hard to kill. Are you excited? Are you looking forward to that?
3: Welcome back time splitter. (laughs) I I will always say that Kushida is one of those wrestlers where you expect one thing, but he can be technical. He could be high flyers, So this is exciting. I think anytime someone like Kushida, Chris Saban, and even Kazarian, whenever they come back or come through impact, I think impact is better for it. So this is, this is exciting. I want to know who is, who his opponent is. Low key, high key. I want it to be Jonathan Gresham, but I know he has to beat up Edward Edward. So it's okay
2: down the line Kushida and gresham would actually be a treat i would love to see it we'll see where they go with it but for now i'm just jazzed that Kushida is going to be on the card Hell on hard kill next friday night uh and then we have our match of the week on bti it's giselle shaw taking on kylan king kylan king of course had a match uh also with the tapings on bti faced taylor Wilde, who debuted a new gimmick that same match uh kylan king goes down to giselle but not without a great look-see both women just tore into each other, Cresta. This was a really, really good match, wasn't it?
3: I, at the beginning, because I was live streaming on TikTok, I was like, Oh, Giselle Shaw about to get beat up. It wasn't until let me check my notes because it was a okay, it was going Kylen King's way until she missed that frog splash, and then Giselle Shaw onto that back break and that pumpkin. Oh, okay, I will never doubt this woman again. She's really doing it, and I'm like. I think they even said it at the beginning, at the top of the hour for commentary. This could be Giselle Shaw's year. She could get a championship. I I see it. I see it. That was really good. And I I fully expected Kylan King to beat the brakes off this girl. And not to say that Kylan King did it, but I expected her to win and beat the brakes off this girl. So I'm pleasantly surprised. Did you enjoy it?
2: (laughs) I did. I really did. I'm said it before i say it again a big fan of giselle shaw i love watching mm-hmm. her compete and get better every single time we see her in the ring and kylan king you know we knew what to expect when we saw her at, arrive in impact so i'm excited for more opportunities for her uh king like you said misses with that frog splash that she normally can hit mm-hmm. uh, and said she gets it with the full nestling backbreaker into a face buster that's what giselle calls shock and awe and it's only an near i like that they didn't have that end of the match instead we had to do the and one which is uh, the knee strike, but not before that double stomp pants shitter, as I will call it. The
3: pants shitter?
2: Man, if somebody lands with all their weight, both feet down on your stomach.
3: I thought that happened to Taylor Wiles. I'm not going to hold you. The way she was holding her stomach, like, yo, Masha Slamovich, everything that's in her stomach is in her pants now.
2: Oh, <laughs> well, that is the next match we're going to talk about. But uh, Giselle Shaw picks up the win, and that's not the end of Giselle tonight uh we'll get to that in a minute mm-hmm. the main impact show starts uh they flash up on the screen a, a, a tribute to rap to don west uh, who passed away yesterday uh yesterday the day before sorry I, my my day's kind of strange I feel together. like it
3: was the weekend because they definitely sent condolences right. on um, on a monday on raw which was really classy all things considered for wwe
2: absolutely right my brain is just in a time is a flat circle you're right <laughs>
3: It's He okay.
2: passed yeah. pass away before the new year. Um, are, are, yeah. My, my thoughts with, uh, with Don's family and uh, they, they had a really, really nice career retrospective yes. with Don West uh, on the show later on in the broadcast. Uh, yeah. Just, uh, yeah, nothing, nothing more I can say right now about Don West. It's, it was really sad to, to lose him, but um, he has so many moments on impact that, uh, that will be remembered and replayed all the time on their various platforms.
3: So impacted it. him really well. That video package was really sweet. It, okay. it was really nice.
2: They really did. Um, Masha Slamovich takes on Taylor Wilde in the opening competition. We mentioned that. Uh, Deanna Parraza is on commentary. It's the first time ever. And the first thing I asked myself is, did commentary overdub everything? Because I don't know if you saw this
3: i i i heard it (laughs) i heard it i heard it and i don't know if it was overdubbed or whatever it was but the sound quality until about i wrote it down in my notes like oh the sound quality up until the major players match all i can hear a lot of that
2: but but it's the content that got me because the first thing that they ask diana Perrazzo is are you upset that you didn't win the award for match of the year and i'm thinking to myself Uh, They filmed this in the middle of December, and the award show was... Yo, you're exposing the business. You're
3: exposing the business, Joel. This is life.
2: (laughs) Your awards are work.
3: You'd be in a cardi right now. Mind your business. (laughs) This was live, all right?
2: That's how it works. No, I, I thought it was—it's—it's it's mm. harmless fun. Uh, but I, I do like that they bring up the awards and they make that part of canon and make it part of you know the reasoning why people want a match or want to stay away from a match. So it's good. Uh, in the beginning of the match, Taylor Wilde with a vicious, mm. vicious double knees through the middle oh. rope onto Masha Slamovich, who lands like head first on the apron. It is nearly—I liked it.
3: I'm
2: sorry. Go ahead. No, no, it was really good stuff.
3: I was going to say in the beginning of that match it was literally arm drag, arm drag, power move, arm drag. Arm. As the youth would say or the insiders, it was fine catch wrestling. I was um I was sports entertained. It was stiff. Like again, when we talk about those when Masha finally throws her from like the third arm drag and then steps on her stomach, I was like, "Yo, we have to fight backstage afterwards cuz I felt I felt that. I felt that." But that was a good and the ending Mm. Masha was so that Masha Slamovich lost y'all to the most devastating move in the game besides hitting your yam bags, the small package, right. roll-up. And right. Masha afterwards was like, excuse me? She was so she attacked the sound guy. <laughs> she attacked the freaking security. I don't know which referee it is, but it's the bald-headed black guy. He always looks like, get the hell out of here! <laughs> It was it was so good. I feel bad for anyone who has to wrestle Masha Nice because she's pissed.
2: Well, she's gonna wrestle at Hard to Kill in that four way number one contenders match with who is it? It's her, Taylor Wilde, Diana Perrazzo, and they just added Killer Kelly to that match. I'm jazzed. Whoever wins that is number one contender. We're gonna talk. yeah, I got my jazz <laughs> hand. Whoever wins that match, and I have theories, and we're gonna talk about one next week when we do the hard to kill mm. rundown for the card and when we talk about the actual hard to kill uh, show, I have my feelings as to how that might go. But for now, this match between Taylor Wilde and Masha Slamovich really did live up to it. There were some yeah. funky moments, don't get me wrong. Um, you know, at one point Taylor Wilde goes for her wild ride and it looked like she had a bit of trouble getting Masha up. It was just more of a positioning Mm -hmm. thing. But other than that, I mean, I don't mind it when a wrestling match can sometimes look like a bit of a fight and a grapple. Uh at one point they both go down. Mm -hmm. And one thing I really liked is that they while they both go down, Wilde and Masha, uh, you see that Masha yanks the elbow and arm of Taylor Wilde in order to bring her down. And I really like that. Just little things like that really make a really fun match you mentioned the end there's the, the the attacking david penzer and then attacking the security guard and hitting it with a snowplow on the floor and Didn't then even do up the ramp. <laughs> ramp just that, that uh, up yours to everyone she could see it. masha's pissed losing she's a that
3: treasure match. she's a treasure and honestly her versus the auto parasol, that has been something i'm still like And I do think Killer Kelly and Taylor Wilde add something special to this, but I think the meat and potatoes of that match is Masha versus uh, Deanna. And I'm happy for it because I think it's going to be a good match regardless because all four of those women are the ones. And it'd be nice to see Killer Kelly. It'd be nice to see Killer Kelly. Let me say that. It'd be nice to see her.
2: I want to see the interactions between Masha and Killer Kelly. I want to see how they interact within the match because I know that's something you and I have talked about mm-hmm. a lot. And that's something that the that the chat's brought up a lot. This is the first opportunity for them to be face to face in a match. They're facing each other. But you know, in Fatal Four Ways, sometimes you got to team up with somebody yeah. to about other people. I like it. I'm all a fan of it. I can't uh, wait
3: to hear Masha start screaming and then yeah. They're like, yeah, yeah, I love it. I'm here for it. <laughs>
2: Wild I'm very excited for that match We'll we'll talk more about it I know we will M.A. Salko kicks us off with a humper chat Saying Taylor Wild and Maja Slamovich Brought fast paced fire This was a great opener I 100% yes. agree Solko, are you going to The Vegas tapings in February Immediately I thought of you when they Announced those I'd like to hear that so tell me in the Chat you don't have to super chat or anything uh, Ricardo the ODV uh, Donates super chat says happy new year YouTube. Glad to have you back Well, we're glad to be back With y'all Appreciate thank you for you.
3: pulling up we appreciate you young men
2: <laughs> and talking the brain I'm saying welcome back joel and cresta a solid episode with some great video packages Agreed. hard to kill is looking stacked after tonight's announced additions i agree i'm looking forward to it uh more so than i was even three weeks ago this is going to be a good card
3: i was looking forward to it until they announce all these extra matches this is going to be a long card that's my only complaint. This is going to be a long card.
2: I don't think it'll be that long. I think we, because we went into it with only about four matches and now we're coming out with what, about six or seven now. Typical. Listen, after I know we're not the AEW post show, mm-hmm. but after Brian Danielson told MJF, Hey, we're going to do an hour long Iron Man match at the next pay-per-view. And I was just like, and show's going to end next. 18, 18, 18.
3: <laughs> I'll see you guys on Valentine's day. I'll still
2: be watching <laughs> full gear. Mike Danielson is going to go up to TK and be like, here's my idea. We're going to do 60 minutes. It's going to be tied at the end of 60. And then we're going to go another 90. And TK is going to be like, God damn, that's brilliant. Let's do it.
3: MJF is going to see this. Like what makes you think I could do all this shit?
2: <laughs> <laughs> see, see in the background being like, I don't, I don't agree I'm not that.
3: doing, I'm the champion. Why would I do? I'm not doing that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> i i think impact will stick to a three hour mm. maybe three and a quarter uh maybe they'll stretch it out a bit i know the last show they did on on impact uh plus or on youtube whatever mm. you want to call it that went a little over three hours which was fine uh because they had that you know 55 minute bully turn uh True. so we'll see what they do but that being said hard to kill really does look like a solid show yeah i don't think we'll see a five and a half hour show i think Driving. I don't think
3: it'll be five and a half hours. And if it does go four hours, because I'm not um, seeing more. I think this Bully Ray and Josh Alexander kerfuffle will go the distance. Yeah. I I just hope that it's paced well enough where you're not blowing your load in the first hour to two hours. So by the time you're hour four, like, I'm tired. Please, and <laughs> please. <laughs> so.
2: If it, as long as it's well paced, that's that's mm-hmm. really what it comes down to. Solko is going to the Vegas show, so I'm very excited to get. You to
3: are it. literally our he's, insider, Solko. <laughs> he's,
2: he's our Vegas insider. He is our he's our Vegas Iceman.
3: <laughs> Ma Solko here
2: <laughs> with the voice. Amazing. Uh, Sammy Callahan yells into a camera, says he got beat up by the Design Weekly, but that won't deter him. He's he sees the intrigue in the eyes of the design. He mentions uh, the kind of violence they could get into together. And he, he reiterates, I softened up Eric Young and uh-huh. you guys killed him. And now Sammy wants the design, but does the design want Sammy Callahan? He wants an answer by the end of tonight. Kind of gets one, but we'll get there. A lot of promos tonight. Uh, they show two weeks ago when Rich Swan uh-huh. and Steve Macklin yelled up and down at each other. And Rich Swan threatened to kill Steve Macklin, which you never do in a wrestling promo. Don't do that, Kit. Can't follow through on I them. mean,
3: Impact, I, are you sure? Because I've seen two murders <laughs> last year. <laughs> impact, it's quite possible to kill somebody.
2: You're right. Of all the places, Impact would be the one place where you could be like, Exactly. Oh, and you actually take it seriously.
3: And this is Scott DeMore.
2: Oh, we'll talk about what that did tonight. So, Steve Mac, uh, so Swan is backstage and he says, Steve Mackin claims he wants the Impact title. He won't get there by countouts. So, instead, Rich Swan challenges Macklin to a false count anywhere, no qualification. The whole no holds barred at hard to kill next Friday. Both men want the world title and it goes through rich Swan and he'll have to fight him all night long for it. I like it. This is a match that went really hard the first time. I want to see it have a conclusion at hard to kill. how do you feel about the promo? Are you looking forward to the match with Swan and Macklin? I
3: don't want Macklin to kill Swan, but I think. I'm I have to put Rich Swan kind of in the same category as Eddie Edwards and even Motor City Machine Guns. You are impact family, you are impact royalty, if you will. You could win and it won't bother you. You could lose and it won't bother you. I don't want to see Steve. I think Steve Backlund is going to beat, beat up Swan to send a message. And I respect Swan for doing the J-O-B, but I don't. That's gonna be a good match. It's gonna be a good match. But Swan is gonna get. He's going to get his ass beat. And if he wins, oh, Steve Macklin going to be so bad.
0: <laughs> I'm here.
3: here. Who if that happens, him and Moose are going to be so bad.
2: <laughs> Could you imagine those two going from teaming up to looking like absolute you know what?
3: <laughs> Moose after tonight, absolutely. Macklin yeah. Mac is gonna act like the way Masha acted and no one is safe. He's gonna start terrorizing that whole roster.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh Tommy the brain Hina with the super chat saying I'll kill you is never an empty threat and impact. It's true. It really isn't. It is absolutely it really it's just it's just the reality. It can happen. <laughs> uh
3: no workman's comp. You you this the rest of the job.
2: <laughs> you you heard Scott Demore. Everyone in the back does everything by the book. Everyone is respectful to each other, unless they're trying
3: to are you bro you, you talk about the same Edward Edwards that buried PCO I understand he's undead but that's not by the book <laughs> this man you. shanked he shanked this man
2: he is PCO going to be the first the, the first presumably dead impact wrestler to come back
3: oh Eric Young
2: no PCO
3: well I mean how can you kill one that doesn't have a life
2: <laughs> true of the thing. Anyway, let's move on. Black Taurus and, and Retro Anthony Green, our former NXT man. Uh, they had a match. This So Crazy Steve's back. He does the intros, which I love. It's a good tune-up match for Black Taurus, but this was a lot of Anthony Green, and I wasn't the biggest fan of this. I thought this should have been Taurus absolutely tearing into Anthony Green as the number one contender, as the guy facing Trey Miguel for the X Division Championship at Hard to Kill. I just expected more from Taurus, and we got that in the very end of the match right uh-huh. he just pulls in hits the big backbreaker the destination hellhole the sling blades the pop-up Samoan drop all the stuff the match itself though it was very much green and that's fine but in terms of the story to me i kind of expected a little bit more black torus what do you think of this match with green and taurus?
3: I liked seeing Anthony Green. I never saw him before. didn't even see him in NXT, so it was nice seeing him. I wish this crowd was ravenous when they wanted to be, but I felt they were really quiet for this match, and Anthony Green is giving it his all. I do like that Black Tarus is like, hey, this is what he can do, but I'm going to beat him up in the end. But to me, it made sense in the sense of afterwards you're running up the ramp and Trey Miguel is going to tag you. So why would why would I get completely beat up? And then get tagged. Like, God, give me, give me a little something, a something. And it was a competitive match. I liked it. <sighs> I don't think, I don't think. And that's my first problem. I don't think. My second problem is I don't think Black Tarus is taking it off of Trey Miguel. Not not when he's just started to go full on Lex Luther. And I that makes me say, sad.
2: I can't say I disagree with you. And when we give our predictions next week, I think we'll mm-hmm. be on the same page in that X Division Championship match. Post match, Trey Miguel blindsides Anthony Green while he's celebrating while he's walking up the stage, tags him with the spray paint. Crazy Stephen Black Taurus watch on. Of course, they're pissed off. Uh, yeah. I mean, listen, when you spray paint the title that you're holding, feels like you're going to hold it for a little while, doesn't it?
3: Or if they change the nameplates on the side, I kind of feel like
2: oh, that's the thing is easy. You can. I think a lot of people get like. They don't know what to expect when it comes to that. Uh-huh. They think like, "Oh, because they're holding like it just has the logo of the company, that's enough." But it's not. I don't know. It's Strange.
3: Well, he could just take an ECW style and shatter it and say, "It's mine now." <laughs> that's Vers- pretty permanent. That's pretty permanent.
2: Well, you don't have to worry about Kenny King because he went. We <laughs> went to Montreal.
3: Yo, he's a bully. <laughs> I thought we were leave a bully
2: behind. <laughs> no, we're we're gonna talk a lot about that guy. Uh Kenny King goes to Speedball's Dojo Montreal. First of all, I want to know Kenny King if you're watching. Did you go to Schwartz's deli? If you know, you know. Also, where is Shane Hawk in this entire video? He is a Montreal wrestler from IWS. He should be in this segment, but he's not. Kenny King goes to the dojo. Belittles everybody and then takes them all out individually and then rips up Speedball's keys to victory sign, which for some reason is just like on this rinky dink piece of basically it's like your seventh grade. Uh, so Mood board.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Listen, Sometimes
3: motivation comes from the simplest places. I look at my Vaporeon in the back and I tell myself I am one with water. It doesn't have to be special. <laughs> so I just need more. Maybe it changes. Rip it down. When you have people like Kenny King come I in, you could put it back up.
2: Are you a vision board person?
3: I want to turn my camera around so you can see my vision board. Yes. <laughs> I you... have a calendar and a goal board. I wish you could see
2: it. Hey, man, shout out to those who do it. Personally, I don't because my brain capacity doesn't keep it. But I feel like Speedball is also – he's – uh a mood board kind a vision of vision board kind of guy mood board kind you of can guy.
3: blame um joe hendry for that uh for the whole mood vision goal board he said write down your goals and that's what i did
2: <laughs> yeah, he, he did do that in in his ver- in his cameo that i may got for us So i said i'd show everyone and i will i'll, I'll tweet it on my on my <laughs> account how's that
3: joel's going oh. through a lot y'all give him love send him love go to at joe pearl on twitter and be like hey joel i love you dog
2: i love y'all too <laughs> uh ricardo with the super chat saying the nxt parking lot has nothing on impact people die there it's true if they don't die they get put through tables or
3: you get lost in i guess the twilight zone you go in as havoc you come out as jessica you go in as a uh, sue young you come out as susie you go in as susie you come out as susan so it's a black hole in death
2: yeah but nobody dies it's just purgatory for your soul I'm pretty sure Eric Young died. <laughs> oh yeah, no, he's definitely dead. So anyway, we get to the end of that segment. Speedball's keys to victory have been ripped up, and that's what does it. Speedball is angry, and he challenges Kenny King to a pit fight, not a fight pit, because we're not going to get into the we're not going to get into the, to, to the copyright issue. It's a pit fight. Uh, no rope, no ropes, no rules, and I want to see Kenny King and Speedball in that match. You think they do it at Hard to Kill, or do you think they'll do it on a main event of Impact? They'll tape it. What do you think?
3: I think that would be cute for Hard to Kill, considering the stipulation. But it's one of those things, too, where it's like, first of all, Speedball Mike Bailey spit on him two weeks before with water or threw popcorn on him. It took him ripping up the cypher. for it's like, I've fucking had it. I can hear Daniel Bryan right now like, yes. I mean, Bryan Daniels said yes, environmentally conscious. That's what set them over the edge. I think it would be cute to do at Hard to Kill, even like a fight pit. And I'm not trying to like discredit them, but I could see that on either the pre-show or the first match. That will be a great way to start it off high. And then.
2: I don't think they'll do it as a pre-show thing. I I understand why you could do it on a Mm pre-show as kind of a, like a, you should really buy this Mm pay-per-view. It's a good selling point, but I feel like it's too, it's too much to give them as that, you know, as a selling Mm -hmm. point. I think that this is a big, a big feud that they're going to blow off in a, a special match that they don't normally do. Right. But uh, we'll see. I I I look forward to the match. I think they're gonna tape it. That's my inclination is that I those- can
3: see that too. I could see it happening right the main event for next week, or it could the after. But I again I can also see it at hard to kill because Kenny King literally been terror terrorizing in Speedball for no reason. He's jealous.
2: Yo yeah, go with a super chat asking, Do you think Speedball has ever yelled before? i yeah. love to hear that. You think so? Who the yell at?
3: I feel like you hear him yell in the ring all the time.
2: <laughs> angry, speed, angry Speedball. Like he really, mm, like he goes to Starbucks and he gets his order wrong. Does he? No, no,
3: no. I don't think Speedball goes to Starbucks and he gets his order wrong. He start yelling. I think it's like, are you trying to take this young lady's purse? Prepare to die.
2: <laughs> even that he would do with like a smile and a smirk on his face? You He's so like,
3: wholesome.
2: He is so wholesome. I don't know. I, I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm stumped.
3: You would have to get under his skin. It would take like, it would take like a moose, or Sammy Callahan fucking with him for months. Because even tonight, hearing him yell was more like, ah, you beat up my student, you bastard. And even then, it wasn't even like a real yell. I think it would take someone like, even a bully Ray getting under his skin for months for him to be like, yo, you wanted me to be crazy, I'm crazy now. So I, I, I think it'll be
2: cute. Maybe Speedball yelled at somebody when. He went to replace the Bristol board where he wrote his keys to victory. And he went to the Dollarama. (laughs) And when he got to the Dollarama, they didn't have any Bristol board left. And that was it. That was the breaking point. He had a rough day. had me in the
3: first half. I'm not going to lie, Joe.
2: (laughs) His his tuna sandwich wasn't made very well. Not the tuna. Yeah, they used too much mayo. You know, the subway guy just messed up.
3: You know what? Even though you didn't realize you did this. My whole notes tonight. The theme of tonight was not the this, <laughs> so I wrote that for Sammy Callahan. Not begging the joys. <laughs> I wrote that for Violet by Design. Not saying you got get jumped it. <laughs> so you're very on brand. You and your father Scott Demora one.
2: Well, if there's one thing you're not going to do, it's not subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Good
3: segue.
2: Five bucks a month, get all your news. You wanna talk about, oh God, it broke me today. Vince McMahon, if you wanna get all the news about that fun. Memes, that's what whatever the that memes. is. You could do that. If you wanna ask a Grahapsody, they did a, a live ask Rhapsody today, go check that out. And maybe you want updates on Mercedes, you have to say it right, Monet. Not Monet. It's Monet. You got to say it was Mercedes Monday. I'm ripping off there. There was a bit that Dave Meltzer did earlier.
3: I um I, I was it. having the best time in my life because we thought at first it was Mercedes Monet with the t of so called her but not, Monet,
2: But it's not.
3: It's just Mon. Mercedes Moon.
2: <laughs> yes. For the Francophones, there's an accent. Few, so it's Monet. Anyway, she pronounces it money. <laughs> If you want the updates on that woman, you can go to FIFO.com. <laughs> you can also get the weekend. Oh, yeah. It's it's like Monet in French. Okay. That's, oui? That makes sense. <laughs> Thank you, Steve, our French correspondent. That makes perfect sense. Uh, if you want the Weekender podcast with Stephen Jensen, if you want Sour Grabs twice a week with Alex Pulaski and sometimes mm. Kate Elizabeth, if you want the list goes on, if you want the new Scott Edwards uh, Select Style Weekend podcast, that's coming to FIFO Select. So much for your $5 just go ahead and join us now because we're we're breaking all the news. You get all the scoops, so go get more scoops. All right. Two scoops of raisins and fightful select, raisin <laughs> fightful select raisin
3: bread. Fightful select raisin bread. I mean, we already got a commercial. I don't know if you saw if you saw Sean Ross Sapp's commercial. Now we got cereal, fightful select scoops, raisin
2: bread. <laughs> My only question is: how do we employ so many people named Rob in this company? Every other person is named Rob. Our video editor who did that commercial, his name is Rob. I've had lunch with him a couple of times. Very nice guy.
3: So many Robs.
2: Too many Robs in this damn company. Uh, Pro Wrestling Podcast. Joel and Cresta, I don't watch Impact. I should, but I don't know. Here's five bucks. Well, thank you for that. You should watch Impact. It's a fun show. I'm going to get
3: on my soapbox for that because I used to be like you. Like, oh, Impact is so this. Honestly, I tweeted this earlier. Impact has been quite the utopia with how crazy wrestling, backstage news, in-ring stuff has been the past year. Um, A lot of the things because I've had conversations with Joel offline, like, why don't people like Impact? Yeah, quote-unquote, it's carny, but it's literally not like that anymore. So if you are someone who's like, I want good wrestling, Impact never has a— I also like everything, but Impact to me never has a bad match. Commentary is funny as hell. And think about your favorite promos. Think about, Taz, my balls. Or you know that they say all men are created equal, but you look at me and Samoa Joe, you say that's not true. Or, oh, Booker T sizing them up. Booker T looking at Petey Williams. All of that came from Impact. All of that came from TNA. So your favorite things from wrestling have already come from TNA. Give it a shot. The worst that can happen is that you like TNA and you got to spend an extra five bucks on YouTube, their ultimate insiders, or you can look at it on Access. I don't know where Access is in your country or your state, but honestly, Impact is so good. And Tom Hannafin and Matthew Rayroll on commentaries clowns. <laughs> so I encourage everyone to watch it. Stiff matches, good matches, and Joe Hendry. That
2: was amazing. <laughs> I didn't, never in a million years would I have expected that from you. And I am so proud right now.
3: I did a lot of growing up, Dad.
2: <laughs> I'm felling, crust I <laughs> am, um, absolutely. Uh, yes. And by the way, so yeah, you, you can watch it on YouTube. That's how I watch it YouTube.com slash Impact Wrestling. And you can go, uh, it's a buck a month if you just want the TV shows. If it's five bucks a month, you get uh, the Impact specials as well, the non pay per view events. So you won't, you, You won't get live Hard to Kill, Slammiversary, Bound for Glory, or Rebellion, but you'll get all the other shows. Those other four pay-per-views, the quarterlies, they're on Fight TV or pay-per-view.com. They're available, but uh, I I recommend it. You know, I'm a little biased. By the way, going back to Fightful Select, yes, do not forget Coexisting After Dark with Rob and Maggie. And while you're at it, go to fightfuloverbooked.com. You can watch the actual Coexisting with Rob and Maggie. They're on Fridays, and uh, I host a show there, too on fridays and on sundays so there you he's go. a working
3: sundays. man he's a working man
2: the show's actually on saturdays i tape it on fridays but you don't have to know that the, the, the show drops you're Saturday morning.
3: The business all night tonight Joel. i know Let's i'm having
2: a, having a thing yeah there we go it's on youtube say that. so and also if you don't if you're not able to necessarily plop down the money uh monthly they do put up the show i think 24 hours or 36 hours after it airs originally on youtube so it's all there just yeah. go to the youtube Let's talk about Jonathan Gresham and Ernest R. Anthony. This is a match that existed. Poor era. Ernest Anthony, by the way, is just... I'm going to put him over for a second because he got the shit kicked out of him for all intents and purposes. Yeah. But he was so good with the selling.
3: Oh, I was buying it. I thought he was dying. He
2: was... You could see the pain. You could feel the pain. It was perfect. I really, really, really have to say that he did a great job selling everything Gresham did mm-hmm. and he was a cocky little shithead to begin with right adheres to the code of honor because Jonathan Gresham still believes in that yep. and then just Gresham just beats the shit out of him just not even beats the shit; just manipulates yeah him. I was like I don't think he, he beat, the, beat the shit
3: out of him he stretched that man he gave him a stretch and like oh that's a stretch yeah.
2: he, he pins him while he's in the middle of getting him in an ankle lock position so there you go was-
3: that pin was gnarly I ugh. I, I would never want to fight Jonathan Gresham. You got it, pal. Finger poke me to do it. because I'm there's no way. There's no way.
2: <laughs> yeah, I that need
3: no, a chiropractor. There's no way.
2: Just just gnarly. Thank you for the uh for the extra dollar for our YouTube fees. <laughs> <laughs> the we love Go check them out, They're doing some great work. Go check them out. Uh hey, Albert Ponce with the super chat saying hard to kill pay-per-view is gonna slap hard. I oh, yeah. like I said, a hundred times I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be a fun show. And uh, we're going we're gonna to be live after the pay per view on Friday the 13th. We'll be here on fightful.com reviewing the show. AEW and Rampage SmackDown post shows be damned. We're going to be here. We're going to be doing our thing. So come and hang out with us after Hard to Kill. Kresta and I will be here to talk about the show. Let's move on. <laughs> Tasha Steele and Savannah Evans are in the back. They're like, we lost. We suck. Why do we suck so bad? And then they do, I love this, they do this exact same Giselle and Janine, uh, uh, sorry, J. Vidal entrance again, with the slow motion coming out of the same hallway and just wearing the same outfit. It's perfect. And it's so stupid. Shit like this always makes me laugh.
3: Cheat pop. You Every time, you'll get me every time, every time.
2: <laughs> yeah. So Giselle offers a tag up with uh, Savannah, uh, Evans, and Tasha Steels, says you know, together we can beat the death dolls. And Tasha Steele's is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Every time you join a team, the team breaks up. And then Giselle points out that Evans and Steele's are having their own issues, and still is like, no, 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 not important. Not important. <laughs> and I just love it. And then Giselle just starts using, you know, Shaw math and is like, oh, it's, it's like a double negative, which is kind of like a positive. And while she's talking, Jay Vidal takes a photo and it's like, Oh, you all just look really good together. And all of a sudden, Giselle's like, if you add her and Jay Vidal to this team, it'll put them up one person over the death dolls. And again, (laughs) this is Giselle Shaw math. And then Tasha's reluctant. And then Evans is like, no, no, I want to hear her out. So they huddle and then we're done. This was just harmless, funny, stupid shit. What did you think of this segment?
3: Honest. And concise because when Tasha Steele said, because I think you said this last time we did this, Tasha Steele's like, no, because every time you join something, nah, 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 But I do like how Evans was like, wait a minute, we ain't winning on our own. <laughs> so shut the hell up, Tasha Steele's. This eventually leading to a Tasha Steele, Savannah Evans, and I'm here for it. Tasha Steele's and Giselle Shaw in a tag team clownery. It just brings, it just reminds me of this fanny pack situation. <laughs>
2: I didn't think about that one.
3: <laughs> I think they brought it up recently with Johnny swinging. He had a fanny pack. He's like, "Don't that belong to someone?" He said, "No."
2: Oh, I mean, with the super chat saying, "Death Dolls got plush dolls. They have to win." No, they don't. If there's one thing Impact's gonna do, it's release whatever the hell they want and then be like, ah, "Now it's on sale." <laughs> or Death Dolls—they don't even need the tag titles just to hawk their merch. They've got a—they've got a Robert Rude. Flush dollar but you know the, the the beat-em-up guys robert you have don't to, even work like, it. 70 years Probably. and we'll
3: still buy it chris saban could be retired for 10 years and they could re-release the re-release pop and we'd still buy it
2: <laughs> true oh look at this ricardo's gonna watch hard to kill instead of wwe next week all for it he calls it the fed for those of you listening on on audio by the way if you're listening on audio you want to drop us a five-star review i won't say no also on our staff that we sent you, that Joel and Cresta sent you.
3: We love stars. My name is Cresta Stars. So I need all of them. Tee-hee. There
2: you go, five star Cresta. That's the one. Seven star Cresta.
3: I mean, eighty stars in the Tokyo Dome. Listen, and the rare forty million stars in Carnegie Hall. Y'all didn't even know I did a. Y'all didn't even know I did a show in Carnegie Hall. The acoustics were a banger. I'll see myself out.
2: <laughs> I, played a, I played at the Iridian, which is like down the street from there.
3: Come on, now.
2: That's right. Anyway, And then we got a promo from the design answering Sammy Callahan's challenge call out earlier in the night. So Sammy wants to join the design, but it's something bigger than himself. It's a movement. The design is a movement that is cleansed in the blood of its designer. And that Sammy's identity would be stripped away, which is a long, difficult and violent process. Pretty sure they just shave your head, but whatever. Uh, Next week, they're going to meet in the ring and they're going to do just that. They're going to shave Sammy Callahan's head. And then Diener closes it out saying... You walk into a den of vipers. And you don't get to choose to be part of the design. The design chooses you. Uh, over on Fightful.com now, you can check out my interview with Cody Diener where we talk about his work with the design and working with Eric Young and getting Kevin Nash to pour a little sugar on himself so he can do a dance.
3: Period. <laughs> and period. That's period, period.
2: Shout out to Cody Deener. He was a really fun interview. Go check that out. It's a double feature. Myself and Matt Young, did uh, interviews with Cody about two three weeks apart, so uh, they were tossed up on New Year's Day. Go check that out. That's uh, that's going to be fun. Speaking of fun, we're here, Cresto, We're we're at we're here. This is it.
3: My favorite segment. Oh, this was so good. It was so bad. It was good. Oh my god.
2: <laughs> Moose comes out, and he's like, "I had done some bad things to be at the top of Impact." Joe Hendry, you're about to find out, says Hendry's never had to face adversity, says his life was so easy. And if it was that easy for Moose, he would be singing, too. And then How so- was it
3: easy? Joe? I'm sorry. Continue. That-, that was my biggest question. He just got here. Am I missing some lore?
2: And listen, every time Hendry had a promo, you know, all those, all those introductory promos were Hendry, you know, getting all the money motivating girl motivated
3: maybe, maybe be a motivated motivational speaker moose instead of uh i can't say that on stream continue
2: p.s Diener is also a motivational speaker go check him out <laughs> so moose is like i've done everything and anything to get into the position i'm in now i became a total scumbag it's my true calling and it made me the greatest champion impact has ever seen and he says moose will be Joe Hendry's first adversity, taking his digital media championship, easy for me to say, wiping the smile off of his face, taking him to hell and back, and having a good time doing it. Wow. He says, the job is going to be so easy, I don't even want to wait. So I know how to get him out of here. All I have to do is say his name, and immediately out comes Mr. Hendry, and he says, there's nothing wrong, nothing worse than a grumpy moose no one, likes a, Nobody Nobody one likes a grumpy
3: moose.
2: Nobody does. He's like, this isn't the real moose. You have to let the real moose loose. And Joe Hendry says, I wrote you a new song. New entrance music. I'm not going to play it because then I'll get copyright struck by impact. And we don't want that.
3: I give you a terrible rendition.
2: Could you? I would love that. Go ahead.
3: What I to say is David Moose appears. You got rejected by football. <laughs> <laughs> you got rejected by football. Then he showed, he's like, something, something, dancing, digging in your butt. <laughs> he showed pictures of who's digging in his butt. How old are you? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'm hot. The only thing I got to correct you on is that he did not say Joe Hendry's name once. I did a counter.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> he, he did, but he didn't until he got to the calling them out. I Moose mean,
3: technically, he said, I counted it was four times. <laughs> like, I was wondering when he was going to come out and interrupt this. He said, Joe Hendry in the beginning, Joe Hendry didn't appear. He said something along the lines, I could just say his name. He, did, he didn't appear to the end. But it's like, you knew what you were doing. You knew, you knew what you were doing, Moose. You like the song, Moose? That was funny.
2: <laughs> well, I believe in dancing, Moose, but he doesn't. Moose does not believe in it.
3: <laughs> Moose don't believe in nothing. <laughs> And he tried at the end. Was like, you know what, Joe Hendry? You're right. I do need to embrace the full moves. I thought he was gonna tell him, "Come down to the ring and give me a hug and then beat the shit out of
2: him." <laughs> He's like, "I believe, I believe that it's hard to kill. I'm gonna stick my size 13 boot up Joe <laughs> Hendry's ass."
3: <laughs> Yo, Joe Hendry was such a troll for that, but that that honestly is one of the best promos I've ever seen from Impact. It was so stupid, it was good, it was great, it was it was great even
2: rejected from.
3: Yeah. whoa that one cut so deep because that's not a joke,
2: <laughs> that's not a joke. <laughs> that was absolutely wild I'm, I'm looking forward to this match only because it's going to be this mix of like comedy and moose beating the shit out of joe henry and, and like, i still
3: don't... think joe henry's gonna win
2: <laughs> yeah no moose will slip on a on a banana peel and joe henry will beat him like not literally, but in the rest of-
3: I could see it literally an impact playing the sound in the background. Like, well, <laughs>
2: wait a minute. I have a sound for that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, please. I'm, I'm so hot. I'm sweating off my makeup. I got
2: <laughs> this new soundboard has so much stupid shit on it. And that's one of the things.
3: I love that. We need to we need to have a soundboard moment of the week every day on here. Every every week on here. <laughs> like what happened this week? Wah. wah, wah.
2: <laughs> oh, that was easily one of my favorite favorite moments of the show.
3: <laughs> I'm re- I'm legitimately hot. Between these lights of this sweater and you at me laughing so hard, I'm legitimately hot. <laughs> Wait,
2: open up a window. It's mid-January. You're fine. <laughs>
3: At the urge, the urge to pull out my green screen, like how? <laughs>
2: uh, let's talk about the Mickey James career retrospective. I saw you tweet about this, and I thought this was, I thought first of all, I thought this was a really, really well done career retrospective. Okay. It's just it's Mickey going over her career, talking about her time in TNA, talking about her time at WWE, putting over everyone that she has worked with. Of course, having met Nick Aldis, who is her real life husband uh-huh. in TNA, uh, and, and they have kids together. It, sorry, they have a kid together. <laughs> um, it was a slip of the tongue. And so a very good career retrospective for Mickey James. And then I noticed that you had tweeted out that you were not familiar with Mickey uh, in her first runs in NWA TNA or later on in Impact. So talk to me about this. How do you feel about this career retrospective?
3: So for... I don't think I've told you, or maybe I might have. Um, I used to watch wrestling way back in the day, and then I fell off and I got back in 2018. And at that time, Mickie James was literally one of the girls. You go out, you get pinned. They tried to make her look crazy, which I guess was a callback to a gimmick she had before. But it was just, it was giving jobber. It was giving, she don't do nothing. And then furthermore, for her to be, dismiss and have her stuff sent to her in a garbage bag it was like damn y'all really don't respect this woman seeing all the things that she went through in impact tna and w in this retrospective it's like wow and y'all called her back for that second time to do that that's messed up that's messed up and it, i used to be one of those people like i don't see no mickey james i'm turning the channel but now watching her in impact it's like wow imagine what a good storyline will do She's she's really one of the reasons why, like, I say now you're never far... You're, every wrestler is one gimmick, one storyline away from being your favorite wrestler. And a lot of the people who had, quote-unquote, unfair shakes in WWE, when they go to Impact, when they go to AEW, or even New Japan, you see them completely different. And for some people, like, in and the Great Khan's case, like, I would have never expected a guy from Ascension to be able to do anything. You know what I mean? So I thought, this video package... It's up there with WWE's video packages. Because WWE, when they want to do a good package, they do a good package. And it flows seamlessly into the Don West tribute. It was, I wish I knew more about Mickey James. And earlier back into the conversation, I said, "Well, all your favorites come from Impact? Come on now. Everything you love about wrestling probably comes from Impact.
2: Where and- is the lie?
3: <laughs> I mean, that is one of my favorite things. <laughs> I, I mean, ironically, un- I mean, I I don't know. I
2: don't know. I mean, where's the lie? <laughs> this uh, yeah, this is a just a really, really good video. It's it's uh it's on their socials. Go ahead, check it out. I think it's worth it. And um it tells a really good story with Mickey James because she really has been around for a long time and she really has had an impact, no pun intended, on women's wrestling in in north america and when she decides it's her time to stop actively wrestling in the ring uh i I think that she would have a great career focusing maybe on backstage and production or whatever she so chooses if she wants to stick around in wrestling uh this this really really tells the tale of mickey james and and her career so i was i was really really impressed by this video i thought it was really well done
3: yeah
2: and like you said they moved right into a don west retrospective uh Comments from Gail Kim, Josh Alexander, Moose, ODB appeared, Chris sabin Eddie Edwards, Sammy Callahan, Frankie Kazarian. A lot of people just, you know, sharing their time, their experiences with Don and thanking him for everything he gave to TNA and to wrestling. Uh, just a really, really classy retrospective and uh video package for Don West. Not much I can add to it. Yeah. He was one of a kind. That's all I can say about the man. So, so good at what he did in a time when. People were ridiculing him when he was on Impact and when he was on TNA. They were ridiculing him for being so over-the-top and so into the product. They thought that was hokey. It it really wasn't. It was genuine.
3: You can never be... To me, over-the-top announcers, sometimes you need that. They're the voice. Like, how... You can't be oh I've heard JR call Triple H a snake son of a bitch more times on WWE at the top of his lungs. So to me, that you need that hype. You need someone yelling, because I feel like they don't make announcers like that no more. Like everyone's pretty calm, pretty chill. They have a couple of jokes, but no one no one's giving you the Mario over is, is it Mario over Nala, the Ma-Ma-ria? A lot of people aren't doing that. So Hearing about this man, it makes me sad that I never got to experience his um his commentary live, but uh, he was the guy. He was the guy. Nothing wrong with being too hype. Nothing wrong with being too hype.
2: Yeah. The man could uh, – they're saying in the chat, he could sell anything to anybody. It doesn't matter what it was. A lot of people are going to talk about Don West and what he was able to do in, in, in his career uh, and can stand right by it. He's real good at it. Mm-hmm. So uh, we can talk about Cardona and Chris Sabin. They went right into this match. Honestly <sighs> – it's not that I had trouble paying attention to this match. It's honestly that I just, I hate saying this. I didn't care as much about it. It was a good match. Cardona and Saban know how to do the Mm -hmm. thing, but at the end of the day, these guys are going to be in a four-way tag match at hard to kill. And so this was just an excuse to have these two go out and wrestle, which is great. I'm I'm a fan of it. Uh, Saban wins. Other than that, just a good match. Cradle shock wins it. I don't know if you want to talk more about it, or if you have anything to add about this Cardona and Saban match.
3: I just find it very interesting. And I've noticed this with only one other person and have Sammy. No, three other people, Sammy Callahan and Moose. If you are typically a face, you can wrestle heel against the major players and nobody will give a shit. <laughs> Chris Saban, Motor City Machine Girls are kind of doing a little heeling stuff, especially with that double team. You would think that, oh, if it's a singles match, you would stay out of it. Nobody cares if you cheat on these guys. Nobody cares.
2: <laughs> By the way, if you're here hanging out with us, it's good to see you. Drop a thumbs up on this video if you haven't already. We'd love to see it. We'd love to see you. Facebook, hi. I always shout you out because for some reason, like 100 million of you end up watching us on Facebook. So <laughs> go ahead and do it. That, that, that's it. Uh, and then they're going to run down the hard to kill card. And Bully Ray shows up. This is why Cardona and Savin were the main events. <laughs> so the bully I could thought show the was
3: over before he came out. I was like, okay, they're going to run down the card. We got so much time. And then this old man comes out.
2: Like I said, at the top of tonight's show, I said, I thought the bully segment was going to run next week because it was going to be the go home segment. Turns out that's not the case. I guess the shaving of Sammy Callahan's head, that'll be the go home next week for hard to kill. Sure. Whatever. Well, he shows up. Everyone's like taken aback. They're scared shitless. And he grabs a mic, berates the poor audio guy, says he wants Josh Alexander. Now says, bring me a world champion now, or I'm going to grab a chair and start going into the audience, cracking skulls. And then Scott Demore comes out. Uh, I'm not going to be long-winded here. I have a lot of notes on this. I'll try my best here. Um, it says, Bully was nowhere to be found when Josh called him out a few weeks ago. It says, We both know that Josh isn't here because Scott sent both men home before Hard to Kill. And clearly someone doesn't have brains in his head. Bully says, I have a brain in my head. I just don't respect anything you have to say. I should have you do the bully lines because, you know, He
3: is from New York. We do not claim him. We do not claim people from Long Island. Him and MJF can hold hands in Jabroni circle. We don't claim this man.
2: (laughs) I have a brain in my head. I just don't have respect respect. for anything. (laughs) Anyway, I I can do New York when I'm not like half asleep in my brain right now. Anyway, so Scott says, big bad bully loves to talk about how tough he is and how he's this big smart ass, but... Scott brought him back for a very simple reason. I, by the way, before I start into this, I love that. They finally explained it. Yeah. phone call was made by bully and he was talking about being a changed man. So Scott believes that people can change. And he was pretty sure bully was the same POS that he'd always been POS being piece of shit, not the point of sale system, but he wanted to give bully a chance Said 12 years ago, Scott Demore left wrestling. He went home, took a hard look at himself he didn't like who he was or who he had become. So, five years ago, Impact gave him the opportunity to do better, to reinvent himself. He wanted to give the same opportunity and benefit of the doubt to Bully Ray. Uh-huh. Uh, he said, Maybe this will be the redemption of Bully Ray, or it'll be a cautionary tale of what happens when you're obsessed with chasing success to the detriment of everything and everybody in your life. I loved that line, Crest of Star. I thought that was very pertinent to this entire story. Um, we're halfway through this promo how did you feel with just scott going off up until this point because he's going to go a little harder in a second
3: i have notes and the notes are very short form again with the not you menacing tom hannafin <laughs> scott the, really because i scott the more. nah we're not doing this get the fuck out bully ray grabs the microphone scott the more says get that shit out of here
2: <laughs> loved that
3: and then when scott the more says your play brother don't fuck with you your real brother don't fuck with you you're divorced nobody in the back fucks with you and I know Josh Alexander is gonna beat you up and even if even if Josh Alexander lose No matter what you do, you'll always be garbage. (laughs) You're going to go in that hotel. I thought he was going to tell him to unalive himself the way he was going with that hotel thing. He was like, You're going to go in there. You're going to close the door. You're going to sit by yourself. And I'm like, I thought he was going to say, They're going to take the 45 CM. I'm like, Yo, Scott, I thought Canadians were nice. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, honestly, I want to see Scott (laughs) tomorrow. Oh. I want to see your dad wrestle. He had the fire, man. I want, I want to see this old man mix up. I mean, he could beat up, uh, he could beat up Tommy Dreamer or the guy that put MJF over Disco
0: Inferno.
2: All right, all right. stretch, By the way, get your super chats in. This is the home stretch. He says a Devon. Won't be seen anywhere in the same room as Bully Ray unless there's a giant bag of money involved. Says Tommy, Dreamer's laying in the hospital bed as a result of Bully's hands. And Bully has systematically alienated everyone who's ever had faith in him again. Bars, love those lines. Just so good. Says, it's it hard to kill? Bully received the beating from Josh Alexander that he deserves. And at the end of the world title match, when Josh walks into that locker room, regardless of whether or not he has the title, his peers will respect him. Millions of fans will adore him. And he goes home to a family who loves him no matter what. But what about Bully, he says. So championship or not, you go back to a hotel room, you walk through that door, and you hear the eerie click for the millionth time. You're left alone in that room. Sad, pathetic, a lonely man with only his thoughts around him, and that is a punishment worse than anybody could give him. Bully says Scott's wrong. Doesn't leave him sad or pathetic. It leaves him three-time imbecile <laughs> champion. I, I love like, that.
3: Del- that lie was delusion. <laughs>
2: the balls on this guy. What
3: Taz! My ball. <laughs>
2: That's right. He brought Taz back just to yell my balls, and Taz was like, "Oh, I see them now, buddy. You don't need a cup for that." Oh, he says, "I don't need Scott's respect. I'm your opinion of me means nothing." And Bully says, "I use Scott more to get what I wanted." Bully Ray calls Scott a sucker. He says he's no different from the fans, from Tommy Dreamer, from the locker room. He's no different from anybody. And then it becomes a shoving match. The two guys just face-to-face. It's very tense. Bully berates Scott until Scott finally knocks the mic out of Bully's hands. Scott puts over his locker room, says that they always do the right thing. I taught them to do the right thing, but Scott has no reason to. And then he sucker punches Bully Ray, catches him off guard. And then out come Hotch and Skyler, and they're holding Scott D'Amore back while Bully that Ray- That does sound say, like
3: the whole locker room.
2: No, it doesn't. The whole locker room <laughs> is now just hanging back because they've been told, no, 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 he's got it. It's cool. We're doing the right thing, which is letting Scott get the shit kicked out of him by Tyler and Bully.
3: Now that you've said that, that doesn't that doesn't make any sense. If nobody liked Bully Ray, how come no one came out to help Scott Demore, who everyone universally likes, allegedly?
2: Pro Wrestling Podcast with the Super Chat saying, <laughs> here's a couple more dollars for the Taz line.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, y'all can thank Joe Pearl for that, because I didn't know that line existed. And so <laughs> he sent me a link, Taz, Moneyball. I know. I, I it. saw it.
2: You sort of walked up. <laughs> oh, one, of favorite, one of my favorite TNA moments. Uh, so they, they get a table for Scott. After a pile driver from Bully Ray, they get a, a table for Scott. Here's something maybe I shouldn't tell you, but if you saw the results when they were taped, this is what was supposed to happen. Cresta, that table was supposed to be on fire when they put Scott through it.
3: I didn't know Kane wrestled in Impact.
2: (laughs) The the Dudley boys did Flaming Tables before Kane did Flaming Tables, all right? Let's put that out there.
3: Are you sure it wasn't Cody Rhodes the inventor? (laughs) Cody Rhodes invented wrestling. What are you talking about? (laughs) Just like Stephanie McMahon invented women's wrestling, Cody Rhodes invented wrestling.
2: (laughs) Thank God for the art of editing because... Unfortunately, the, ti- the, uh, the, the title, not the title, the table did not go up in flames as originally planned. Instead, they just kind of said, forget it. And they just put him through a regular old table, which honestly, if you're going to bring back the old uh, bully, you know, takes out the boss thing like he did to mm-hmm. Dixie back in the day. Uh, not doing the table on fire was fine.
3: This I don't think you need there. it for Scott D'Amour. You could You need that for something like a moose. I mean, I get the heat. But Scott, your dad—he's—is he like sixty?
2: <laughs> and so, I one thing that I absolutely loved about this whole thing was when he's going through this table. Tom Hannifin just yells, "You bastard!" <laughs> and. I was like, just the emotion was perfect. I was a big fan of that.
3: Yeah. Tom Hannafin got menaced for no reason. I can understand menacing Matthew Raywell. (laughs) Because I can understand menacing him. But he came out and said, don't even look at me. This was Tom Hannafin the whole time. (laughs) You have to menace that man. He ain't doing nothing to you, bully. I would have said the same thing. He channeled his inner uh, Jim Ross. Triple H, you son of a (laughs) bitch.
2: You won't get away with us, But yeah, it's a, it, it was a really tense and really good finish to this episode of Impact. Yeah. Bully Ray grabs the microphone and says, I know who I am. I'm Bully Ray, your next world champion. And that was Impact this week.
3: It was a good impact.
2: I'll never see my daddy again.
3: You know what? Um, I would offer to pay for his medical bills, but I live in America where I can't even afford to pay my own medical bills. <laughs>
2: Scott, all I'm saying, I got two questions for you when I see you. One, do you know you're my dad? Two, do you have the footage of Cody Diener getting Kevin Nash to pour some sugar on himself and dance? It wasn't your show. It was your promotion. I'm just saying.
3: This is going to be Scott Demore showing you. <laughs> look look at this. No, I'm not sending it to you. <laughs>
2: Someone from Impact is going to watch the show and send it to him and be like, you know these clowns do this every week on the show.
3: You know what? I know Joe Hendry knows because I we believe. And maybe That's Scott right. DeMory needs to believe in seeing his son, Joe <laughs> God bless. He misses huh? you, Dad. I miss you, Dad. No, Stokely Hathaway is my father. Sorry.
2: We're back next week for the go-home show to Hard to Kill. We're back the following night on Friday the 13th after Hard to Kill. We're going to review the show right after it goes off the air, as we do now. It's Cresta and myself every week for the Impact shows, regardless of what they are, when they are. We do them for you, the people, because we appreciate you, the people. We the people. No, he's on Sports keto. He doesn't matter. Cresta, tell them where they can find you on the internet. Well...
3: To echo what Joel said, we will be here Thursday and Friday. So wrestling show, sleep. Next wrestling show, sleep. Wrestling show, sleep. (laughs) Anyway, you can find me anywhere. You can type Cresta Star on the internet. Whether that be TikTok, Twitter, Twitch. Except Twitter. That's Cresta the star. So Twitch instagram tiktok anywhere you can type crest the star thursdays like uh, joel said i am here with him friday next week we're going to be reviewing hard to kill saturdays over on know your news our little sister site myself and jules the human we cover gaming gone weird weird games and this week i hope you guys are ready for weird games or games in weird movie adaptations i'm gonna ask you a question joel do you remember the super mario super Bra- the super mario brothers super show
2: hell yeah i do I used to oh yes Whoa, so we gotta hi. talk
3: after this well he didn't know that's the type of stuff you guys can talk to see on saturday joel porro where can they find you before i suck the air out of this room
2: i'm an old ass man by the way graham with the super chat saying for <laughs> Chris's <progressive> medical <care. laughs> all the carpal tunnel. Thank you. <laughs> oh, it's from all the gaming gum here. By the way, go check out Know Your News. I'm a producer on that channel, so I have to contractually put it over. Uh, this week on the Know Your News show that Jimmy does, uh, Gabby Ortiz joined us. That's Gabby. She's a phenomenal wrestler, and this was a lot of fun. We did that earlier today on the channel, so go to YouTube.com slash Know Your News. Uh, really good stuff out there i am actual Joel pearl j-o-e-l-p-e-a-r-l go check me out on FIFAL over go check me out on know your news even though i don't have a show i just kind of sit in the background and put stuff on the screens while i do the thing whatever man we'll be back see you next thursday and we'll see you on friday and by the way thank you once again pro wrestling podcast for the super chat on our way out ladies gentlemen friends beyond the binary we'll see you in the next one cheers
3: bye